Hey everyone, you are listening to the Love Breezy Bree Yoga Podcast. This is the weekly yoga Q&A. To ask a question, visit my website, lovebreezybreeyoga.com. Shoot me an email, find me on Instagram at yoga podcast or other social media outlets, Twitter, Facebook, all of that. It's either Love Breezy Bree or Breezy Bree. All the information is in the description of the show notes. Thank you so much for your question. Let's get started. Namaste. I really love this week's yoga question because it allowed me to think a little bit deeper about the concept of beginners. Now, in studio, I specialize in teaching yoga for beginners or level one yoga. I also teach yoga 101 workshops live. And as you know, on this podcast, the foundations of it is having a fundamental awareness to the practice of yoga so that you can have a nice, informed, intuitive, personal practice. Now with that said, when we think of the word beginners, immediately we think of someone who's a novice, someone who's just learning a discipline or learning something, a student. But yoga as a philosophy tells us that we are all beginners all of the time. We never quote unquote graduate to some new level. Now, even if you think that you're advanced in your practice, if you're advanced in all the limbs of yoga, it's still impossible because you can never quite attain yoga. So I love thinking about it that way. And I always tell my students that you are a beginner, regardless if you're in this class or not. I'm a beginner, regardless if I'm teaching it or not. I'm just guiding you through your personal practice anyway. Now to more directly answer this question for the listener. When do you graduate from a beginner's class? What I think that this person was asking more specifically is how long do I need to go to classes that are considered level one? Now I'm going to paraphrase something that a really influential yoga teacher in the United States, Rodney Yee, once said was he taught beginners and probably still does. He's you know, I don't know what he's doing in present day, but at a time he did teach um, fundamental classes, beginner classes, level one classes. And he had a student that came to his class for about, I want to say 18 years, something really, you know, long, a long, deep, um, committed practice to this class with Rodney Yee. And of course, if you know anything about Rodney, this all makes sense. I mean, who wouldn't go to his class for 18 years? But someone asked him, hey, and I think it might have been Jason Crandell from uh, another yoga podcast and also a super influential teacher and someone I've taken classes from and he's amazing. But I don't know if it was Jason Crandell. But anyway, someone asked the student, hey, you've been coming to this beginner's class for 18 years. Why? And the student replied, because I love it. I love that answer. And I'm paraphrasing all of this. So if this went a total different way, this is like I'm creating this urban legend. Um, in <laughs> but I love the idea if he said it that way was the concept was hey i like this class i love this class this class works for me i love this teacher or i love this time slot or i love this studio 
whatever the case was, whatever that student actually meant, I love that that is how you should think about your practice. So I have students who've been coming to my Yoga for Beginners class consistently for months. And I have some students that will come for a few weeks and then venture off to level two. I'll see them in my flow class or in another teacher's class. And um, I've had students ask this exact question that the listener asked, which is, hey, how many more classes do I need to take before I graduate? And I try to tell them the same thing, which is, if you love this class, if it's working for you, if you are getting something new out of it every time you come, that newness can be anything. You can make a better body, mind-body connection. You can make a mind-body-spirit connection. You could be focusing on your bandhas. You can be focusing on alignment. You can be listening to the words I say. You could be not listening to the words I say. Um, whatever it is that you're getting out of this practice, you can continue with it for as long as it's serving you. And you can come back to it even when it's no longer serving you. The challenge is when a class is titled beginners, well, there's a double-edged sword to this. You are going to attract people who are novice, who are new to the practice, and that's what you want. You want them to have a safe place. But you're going to deter the students who do not categorize themselves as beginners or want to align themselves with that concept. And here's the thing, you can always learn something. If you are open-minded, you will receive. And what I love about classes that really consider themselves foundational yoga classes and asana practice and the postures is hopefully you are able, no matter how long you've been practicing, able to come to the class and gain some new awareness about you, about your body. Not about the teacher's body, not about the student on the mat next to you's body, but about you. It's just like listening to this podcast. No matter how long you've been practicing yoga or even teaching yoga, you should be able to pick up something new. When I'm recording and I'm studying you know, something that I'm going to record, for instance, on a yoga post breakdown, I'm learning something new and then I go and I teach it or I practice it on the mat for my own personal practice. And it even tells me that I can be informed in a new way. Or maybe I can adjust the way that I even broke it down on the podcast and add or subtract things that are benefiting my body on any given day. And I can even record that exact same yoga pose breakdown a year from now or a year from that episode and record it with new awareness. That's what's fascinating when you're connecting the mind and body. So the long or the short of it or the long of it, I don't know. Do I know that saying? <laughs> the whole idea is we're always beginners. There's no such thing as graduating. There's no cap and gown waiting for you. There's no diploma at the end of this. Trust your body, make a connection, figure out what you are getting out of your practice, invite yourself to go to a beginner's class where maybe you really do understand the basic asana postures that are going to be presented. And maybe the teacher is going to talk about a new way to do downward facing dog or a new way to look at the body and cat cow. But maybe you not only are going to engage a little bit deeper into that posture, of course, through those cues, 
but you can also really focus on making it about pranayama, about your breath work. You wouldn't be able to necessarily do that in a controlled environment otherwise, right? Maybe in a vinyasa flow or in something where you don't normally focus on your pranayama or you don't feel like you are that tuned in. Well, you can be really tuned into it in a practice where you are not needing to think about the postures if you feel really tuned into those. So get something new out of it. You can even make it more of a moving meditation. I have a lovely yogi, a yogista, who comes to my beginner's class. She's definitely, you know, advanced in her practice, in her pratyama practice, in her meditation practice, and her asana. She always comes, she has a beautiful practice, she goes into a beautiful zone, and even when I'm teaching the students something that I feel that they need to learn, maybe I have really brand new students in the class, so I literally have to break down hand placement, foot placement, things of that nature, I will see her doing something really beautiful in her own practice while we are going through those fundamentals. Maybe she's focusing on breath, I can hear her ujjayi breathing, or she's doing alternate nostril breathing, or she's doing cat-cow flow. She's not disrupting anybody, she's just enjoying her personal practice, and she stays completely in line and in tune with the community of the class, but her movements are more you know, intentional, for instance. When you're very new to yoga, your body's a little bit clunky because you're not quite sure, so moving from a transitional posture is not going to look as graceful, maybe at the beginning. But if you're continuing to go to this practice, you might become more graceful in those transitions. So I hope this answered the question. Please do not hesitate to go to the class that benefits you regardless of title. It's your ego that is allowing you to try to align yourself with something that doesn't need to be there for you. Maybe the word beginner needs to be there for someone who would otherwise not understand the meaning or the purpose of the class. But for you, if that doesn't apply, let it go. Make it something else for you. Make it relaxation. Make it about hatha yoga. Make it something else. Do not attach yourself to terminology. And if you are really concerned and you're coming from a place of, I really want to try this flow class, but I really, I can still go to the beginner class and I'm still really confused. I say just try the flow class. You will know, you can always take child's pose. You can always take your time. You can always figure out how you feel. Sometimes when we do something challenging, or takes us out of our element of security. We just learn something new about our own thought process, our emotional state, and um, we can welcome that. Yoga is a, a safe place for that. Now, if you end up in a class that's all about arm balances and handstands, that might be a little bit different, but if we're just talking a regularly scheduled class, you can make modifications and adjustments and variations that suit your body. That's everything we talk about on this podcast. When we talk about yoga post breakdowns, I always give options to make it attainable for your body or to make it more challenging. You can do that regardless of what the teacher's cueing you to do. You can have an informed personal practice in studio and community. So thank you so much for listening. This was an amazing question. And I hope that you do what you love. Namaste.
I am so honored that you are listening to the Love Breezy Bree Yoga podcast. Never miss an episode. Download the free app on iTunes, Apple Podcast, Spotify, or Stitcher. Please also rate the show with five stars. I would greatly appreciate that. Visit me on my website at lovebreezybreeyoga.com. I include free yoga sequences every single month. You can leave a comment or message me and we can connect. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful, wonderful personal practice. Namaste. Namaste.